you know something? I started not to do my podcast today, and you know that that's just on a personal level, and it has nothing to do with you guys. Because I mean, you guys, I appreciate and support my art, and the more and more you support it, the more uh, appreciative I am. But it, the more intricate it becomes, and I'm super, super humble. But like I said on the last podcast, my you know girlfriend was saying that my my story was basic, and or you know just to forget about just thinking big and I had to think about that for a second and I can't blame you know anybody for my circumstances I'm pretty much a grown-ass man and there is no you know short level of me thinking of myself and on my podcast I, I just wanted to you know set this podcast aside to show people that consistency is you know the best part of your art craft and even if I record every two days or every three days or even every four or five days, um, I've been consistently doing this since 2020. And, you know, regardless if she thinks my story is shit or not, <laughs> welcome to the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. And I will do so. This is a whole new environment. It's a whole new change. And I want to be, you know, implicitly clear because a lot of times I talk loftily or I talk in, you know, loops and things like this, but it's purposefully so, I, I swear to you. Uh, I'm a writer and a poet. And in most instances, the most colorful things are just not the words that you can find in the thesaurus, but actually what it is that the genius mind is coming up with. And I consider everyone that in the most, you know, literal of senses. And so when I do these things, I I'm just literally like thinking like, yo, how do I inspire myself? How do I come back and, you know, think of something differently? And it's not just a television show. It's not just a series. It's pretty much life, you know, imitating art. And I spoke to someone earlier today and he was telling me to just do it. You know, he was like, yeah, man, I was talking about this and I just wanted to, you know, make sure I, I say what I do, you know, and... This isn't a self-help, you know, podcast. This is a writer's room. And to all the other writers who have staked their lives and claims on what it is that they work on, and even if, you know, someone doesn't pick it up or whatever the case may be, I'm pretty much one of the consistent people to be like, keep doing what you do. Keep doing your craft. Keep writing. If you believe in it, you put your foot forward and you believe that when you lay your head down on a pillow. And I've already, you know, done that. I've released my book in 2014. It's clearly 2023. So I've been doing this for some time. And the consistency is what I have in my head. That's the imagination. That's the characters that I'm utilizing and reworking and, you know, the scenarios and everything. You know, it's just not me just watching television and taking a character and reworking that character into something else. That also is a part of it. But that's only if I chose to spend that time of the day with a movie or a television show. I could easily, you know, read a graphic novel or read a novel in itself, which has happened in many instances. We're at the Aldix Huxley and Brave New World, where I just automatically come up with something that I had not even conceived of before because it was just that awesome. And I want to highlight that, you know, it's not just forgetting something if I work on something else. The ultimate goal is for others to know that they can do the work too. The inspiration, 
it's almost like one of the highest compliments is to you know have someone believe they can do the amazing things that they automatically know that they can and through writing i just go through and rehash things in my head i'm taking notes in my head i'm listening to conversations i could go through the next seven days or the next seven podcasts and talk about people that i just have conversations with and not even talk about the inspiration that I have through television show or series or even cartoons. That's how, you know, in depth with what I do is. And I don't overtly tell someone that. It's kind of, you know, egregious or even not humble in my part to just say that, you know, you're inspiring me. <laughs> you're inspiring me. You're influencing me in, in the best way possible because I, I feel that it kind of takes away from that magic of the moment. And I always am a silent you know, observer and always have been ever since I was a young kid. And no snitching, no nothing. Like I'm only picking and choosing certain stories that you know, I know that I can go back and people will be inspired by. But in this day and age, there's so much technology. There's so much you know, to soak in and this is uncharted territory, you know, in us as a human species or even as human beings. So there's no one, you know, with a 20 year study to <laughs> give everyone to be like, yo, that's healthy technology. That's healthy practices when you wake up in the morning and as soon as you grab your phone and then spend like 12 hours with it until you go to sleep. You know, interchangeably spending 30 minutes without your phone. That's great, great practice. Like, Nobody has these 20-year studies only after, what, the 80s with the brick phone. And so now you're looking at the 90s until, what, 2010? And then, you know, 2010 to 2020. So that's your first 20-year study versus anybody else that had others, which is cumulative. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody in the scientific community has to replicate that. understandably how important this is for you know future generations to understand to balance you know technology and then to balance the creative and the natural aspect it's effortless but it's different for every person for me i you know utilize what i've seen and what i've grown up with but others will see other things and then they'll utilize that in their art and so i'm telling you i kid you not that my story, I know for a fact, has some value. And even if, you know, I still do my podcast, and even if it's like two listeners, or even four listeners, I, you know, it, 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 that's some listeners. That's something more than me doing nothing. And that's something, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I can't really, unless I speak in front of like a TED Talk and speak to thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, and the sense of relevance of, you know, continuing your brand, continuing your art form, and how much of value that is. The immediate results and what our society is so accustomed to, like a microwave, is not necessarily, you know, AI intelligence infused. If you want to, and what I say infused, meaning as in like super meshed together, you have to understand that it's a process of building in your mind that you are this thing. And so I believe I'm, you know, one of the most intricate things that is here. But, you know, once again, humble amongst many, many other intricate things. And I'm like, yo, that's my story. I, like initially that that's where I come from. And it, it's not so point of me having a chip on my shoulder and defending 
my art form to anybody, you know, on a monetary value of a sensibility. We live in this time period of your time is money, and these are my gifts back to humanity. Before anybody even waves like this is a value or not, I know what it is, and I this is my gift to humanity. Where whether they listen or not is not <laughs> my place to put as in a sense of judgment. Like I, I really don't have the time to spend on if someone appreciates something or not. It's been out in the air and in the ether. And so, you know, that is the appreciation in itself. The gift is the doing of that in itself. And I'm super, super appreciative, super, super thankful to get the opportunity to give you guys a story. So if one was wondering why it is that I do what I do, or, you know, give no sense of relevance to it, I'm like, yo, I'm an artist. I will forever will be. If I'm doing something else, that's just a side project. I, you might as well just put me in a tree as an artist, you know, and, you know, put that on everything that is on the top of my title and my name. So basically, like I said, and this is for the next few podcasts to show that life inspires me equally as much as, you know, the creative aspect. I was speaking to this guy and he reminded me of the, my story that I've been working on. And it's basically the Green King and two, you know, the little litigator. So two Green Kings and one little litigator. And they're basically deciding underneath, you know, as throughout this council, how to handle all of the messed up things that have been going on the surface. And this little guy, he's like, you know, barely even 12 years old, is going out and learning the customs of the world where everyone forgot their memories. So it's like a hard course or humanity and its finest, you know, all at once, where this other guy and this other gentleman have, you know, some inkling as to how humans work, but, you know, this is new for them as well, considering that they forgot their memories. And I never really truly allude as to how much they know of what was going on in the past, but that's one of the mysteries of, because I love where, you know, the reader infers versus me just explaining everything all at once and taking that mystery away. So basically I had this character and he was underneath the ground and he was sitting at the council while the Green King and the Little Litigator go to the top. And he's sitting there and he's conversing with the rest of the council while they wait. However long they have to wait, it's irrelevant to him, right? So basically what he was saying was how he became who he was and how he got to this council obviously was decided by a higher order or, you know, a grand deity who created them. But he appreciates everything that has, you know, happened in his lifetime where he's lived, you know, many lifetimes in one, just in that appreciation of his fellow man, of love, of all these things, a part of this uh, experience. You can't even truly even say a human experience, but just, you know, in partnership of who he is. And he says he does not want the things that he has seen in his lifetimes for the people on the surface. He said he would not wish that on any of his worst enemies, you know, because he understands what it does. He understands the karmic bonds and dharma behind it. And he says he doesn't want that for anyone. And he goes through on this intricate, intricate story of, you know, just doing something and intricately how important that is when you do 
uh, it changes that, you know, through action, you know, you speak. And he says, through anything, that is the main reason why he sent that young boy to the surface, to be the judge and lawyer for all of these different people, to see with fresh eyes so that he would be their eyes, it, through innocence, throughout, and without a sense of judgment. And the gentleman, like I said earlier today, inspired me in a little bit of those words because it rings true. Everything that happens to me on almost the most infinitesimal uh, point is, is like, a, a, what do you call that, a pendulum, you know what I'm saying, of going backwards and forwards in this endless dance until you dance no more and even then you become a part of another dance. And I just wanted to, you know, go in and re-establish uh, that character in the fifth book and I'll have him talk about you know, this place almost akin to like Valhalla, where, you know, all of these warriors are. But Valhalla specifically has this mystique behind it because of these fallen warriors who have died in battle and versus the others who have died, you know, just in general as old and, you know, gray kings as he has and how the halls are different, but they are part of the same realm. And he goes and describes that a little bit more. But I'm just, you know, reworking this in my head, in my imagination. Truly, I am attempting to uh, create a new mythology behind this. Everybody is, it would seem all at once, where, you know, they're coming up with their own OCs or original characters, or they have their own volumes of cool things. So that, that's pretty much the basis for where I'm re-describing this setting from the first book. And it's really cool just because the setting is kind of like uh, a world underneath their world and so they like travel underneath this like tree journey and I'm, I will just re-describe that again uh, when I have that book <laughs> I'll read it to you uh, it's basically an intricate part of it and I want to re-describe uh, how it was crafted you know just going 20,000 leagues underneath the sea is pretty cool too but you know when you have a moving earth and you re-describe another setting underneath it, uh, you have the liberty of adding, you know, planets, you have the liberty of adding, you know, different types of settings and very Lord of the Ring-esque, obviously, uh, just influence words of Tolkien. But like I say, there's so many science fiction writers in this day and age that, you know, to come to a point of not replicating anything they've seen and not even to mention the video game aspect, which has taken a large portion of the creative aspect and time from people because they can actually live what it is that they're talking about in their journeys. Uh, not even talking about like MMOs or, you know, multiple players that they can have. There's so much as far as creative. And so I'm constantly, you know, reworking this story and bettering it and sharpening it so that people understand that this is not just one project and it's done. This is literally a never-ending story. I will be working on this for quite, quite, quite some time into a long period that goes well beyond this time period. And I have no problem with that because humanity will advance with the story. And what my story means is completely up to them as to what they get from it. <laughs> so that, that's all. I had to get that off my chest and I won't be so angsty with my next podcast series uh, I'll actually most likely have my girlfriend present for that so 
so basically that is I'll be doing it in multiple uh, ways and like I say I, I give my reverence and respect for all content creators I wish them nothing but the best and to continue what they do in the next 10 to 15 to 20 and 50 years if that is what they so choose and however you know technology advances I want that sense of creativity to still be there as a basis for groundwork where creative imagination is the goal like why are you listening to me oh it's because I knew that kid had some imagination you talking about some crazy shit I don't know where he was coming from but I liked it that for I guess 20 minutes he was just talking you know what I'm saying like versus an artificial intelligence speaking of a story that you know is initially made up but you know that there was no imagination behind this artificial intelligence speaking you get what I'm saying like there's a difference between the stories so this is V aka Vernon English I appreciate you guys so much peace